the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. Courtney Smith has been working as a fashion stylist and style expert for 11 years. Every week she receives emails from people looking to intern and advice on how to break into the fashion industry. This inspired her to create Behind the Seams, a series to showcase not only the wide variety of roles within the Irish fashion industry at home and globally, but also find out the secret to the success of those who have already made it. So uh, welcome, Courtney. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Uh, First off, uh, let's start with kind of the basics. How did you get started in the fashion industry? I actually studied fashion design. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I, I studied fashion design. I always knew I wanted to work in fashion, but I wasn't really sure of what area. Mm. So I ended up studying fashion design and it was actually a tutor of mine that was like, I think you might be better off with the finished product because I used to do like little photo shoots with my friends at the end of every time I'd make an outfit. And um, I was going to ask you that. So when you were saying you were studying fashion design with a view initially to creating your own designs, was that it? Yeah. So I initially wanted to be a, a big designer and or, mm. or work in-house within a design company. Um, and yeah, so it, it wasn't actually on the cards for me to be a stylist. That side was, well, it was almost accidental uh, in that it was a teacher that kind of said, look into this as a potential career. Now, I had spent my entire teens pulling out magazine photo shoots and putting them up on my wall. So I was always inspired by photo shoots, but never consciously thought that it could be a career because there's no courses in Ireland for fashion styling. There still isn't really. I was going to ask you about that because that was kind of my next question really was, where do you go to study this? But there isn't one as such, is there? There are small short courses, Mm -hmm. but there's no like uh, degree or a full diploma. uh, Whereas there are internationally and in London and New York. Um, So I actually ended up going to London and I went to London College of Fashion and I did a course in fashion media which was actually touching on a little bit of fashion PR a little bit of fashion styling and kind of tying it all in together Um, and that course doesn't even exist anymore so that's gone as well and I think that was such a good course because it was a postgrad so it was on for a year and it really gave me insight into the career that I could have as a whole because as a stylist I feel like I'm a bit of a fashion PR as well anyway because I have to know how to promote a product you have to do all of the you have to do everything really yourself don't you and would you ever consider running one of those courses yourself here I mean, I'd say it'd be tough work, but yeah. is that? You probably don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time at the yeah. moment. <laughs> you never know in future. I do think it's interesting that I don't think the college courses have really evolved mm. since 11 years ago. There's a few, but I don't think. I think we have um, an incredible industry and a very rich history in Ireland of fashion designers. And the college courses that we have for fashion design are internationally recognized. They're fantastic. But that's kind of it so textiles and fashion design we really cater to but there's a vast variety of jobs out there which is what the series touches on there are fashion producers photo editors creative directors uh, and that's just literally scratching the surface so so many different areas that people might not know about so talk to me then about the series itself behind the scenes and where the idea came from and more importantly where people can watch it so it's currently airing on Mm image.ie so it's like an online only platform so we teamed up with image magazine because I just thought it was a nice tie-in with a luxury fashion magazine and they're really short episodes they're 15 to 20 minutes long so they're easy to watch and they're just educational informative and giving you an idea a taste of what these jobs are like and also how you might be able to get that job so each episode there's six of them in total we've only aired three the fourth one airs on friday and then the next two the coming fridays 
And each episode we kind of put into different categories. So episode one was all about fashion designers. Mm-hmm. And we interviewed fashion designers of different levels. So like Don O'Neill, who recently dressed Meghan Markle. Um, and he's based in New York, but he's Irish. And he talked about his whole progress and how he became a fashion designer. And from like the struggles from when he worked in McDonald's till now. Is that where he started out? He started, started, did. Yeah, God, he moved he's... to Paris and he couldn't get a job in a design house. So he ended up working in McDonald's to try and pay his way. And he's now dressing like the Duchess of Sussex, which is, it, it's, it's incredible. an incredible story. Yeah. And then we also even, t- like, so obviously he's a designer of a very high level, but we spoke to startup designers as well. We spoke to Colin Horgan, who's a young Irish designer who's basing himself in London. And he recently dressed Lady Gaga and nobody knew about that. So I thought it was nice to also kind of shine a light on Irish talent globally that I don't think are getting full How recognition. did that happen for him if he's not maybe that well known? How does he end up getting to dress Lady Gaga? Because I suppose it's like a, it's like a hit single. You yeah. really only need one yeah. and then that leads to everything else. Well, his, you have to tune in. To okay, all right. <laughs> no, his, his story is really interesting. But yeah. He actually said that uh, Lady Gaga's stylist reached out to him on Instagram. So we do touch on that as well. We touch on the power of social media, which wasn't around when I started 11 years ago. And it's definitely a tool that I use within my career now but it's you know each of the people that we discuss within the different episodes do talk about the power of it and how they can use it as a networking tool Mm. or as a, a way to promote their work Episode two was all about photographers. So we talked to like obviously Barry McCall, who's everybody knows in Ireland. But we also talked to kind of newer photographers. We talked to Connor Clinch, who is London based. He's so young and he just shot the Miss Selfridge campaign. And he's not even, I don't think he's even 25 yet. That is amazing, So, like, it? Yeah, they're really good success stories. And um, again, like he kind of talked about how he went from an amateur photographer into a professional photographer. And he gives tips on uh, to photographers watching the show on how they can take the next steps to up their portfolio portfolio or maybe to land their first job so it is informative you are kind of learning from it as well and then um we're, we're talking to like fashion prs fashion producers art directors um yeah it's it's an interesting there's a lot going on and like i said they're only 20 minutes long so we're probably only scratching the surface that's what i was wondering how do you get that all into 20 minutes yeah, and not leave tough. out yeah you're right we need to put this down so you, you mentioned um social media there i mean is that just obviously that's a big help um yeah. for people in fashion and for stylists but then how do you kind of you know is it nearly harder then for people to make it because there's so many people who are possibly calling themselves whether they're a fashion blogger or a stylist but they're maybe not but they are on social media does that make sense I mean it's kind of there's a mixture of both we actually do an entire episode on fashion bloggers uh, which I think is next week's Mm. and that, that is exactly what we talk about because they talk about having to create an entire career which is you know a money-making thing as well uh, in a sea of people who are just kind of doing it as a side gig Um, and I think that's an interesting thing I think more so for fashion bloggers than stylists I don't think you'll get very far if you're just an Instagram stylist I think what I do is you'll be found out pretty quickly you'll be found out (laughs) pretty quickly like I work very long hours I'm usually in my office before six o'clock and I usually don't leave till after seven and I'm 11 years doing it but it's a passion of mine I love it and like this series that's it's like a little passion project I love sharing I loved exploring all these things as well I found out loads that I thought no I didn't think I knew it all anyway but I found loads about about the industry that I wasn't even aware of Um, 
So, and I mean, we met with Shelley Corkery. She's in this Friday's uh, episode. Now, she is the head of fashion buying in Brown Thomas. And her, like, look into her career is so interesting. I left going, I think I could be a fashion buyer. Like, I was I'm just so intrigued I'm trying to imagine her job. I'm just thinking the pressure mm. that she must be under. You know, particularly, you know, fashion buyers I always think because they, you know, pick something, they commit to it. And then suddenly, what if it doesn't sell? Yeah. And everyone kind of goes back and goes, you said this is going to fly off the shelves and now we're stuck with whatever it is. And that could apply to anywhere. And yeah. I know even I think in, in Primark as well, in Pennies, that, you know, that's quite a tough Gig, gig, even though yeah. it sounds amazing, you know, because suddenly your line hasn't sold and you could be gone then. Yeah. And that was what was really interesting about it, because I when I was interviewing her, I always thought that a fashion buyer was someone who just had a really great, amazing eye for fashion and style. And that was the skill. But there's a lot of math involved in it and like a lot of that side, which I wasn't aware of. So she was talking about when she goes in and looks at a collection with a budget in mind and she has to know the markup and what it's going to sell for and and she has to think of that whole side of it and I was like I didn't even realise well that was yeah yeah I'm not good at maths so maybe I can't be a fashion there's buyer. an algorithm behind everything totally yeah and I just thought that was a really interesting side and what I thought was great about her interview was that I was like I assume with fashion buying you have to go and study it now there are actually fashion buying courses uh, around Ireland and the UK and she said no she actually said that she feels that the best fashion buyers are the ones that learn on the job mm. or are already working in fashion retail because they understand what the consumer wants better than you can be taught in a in a room in a classroom yeah hands on experience hands I suppose on experience. is what you need yeah I mean obviously there's skills that you need to yeah. learn in terms of when you're actually buying and spreadsheets and all that sort of stuff but she said the really skilled fashion buyers are the ones that come from the shop floor and I loved that because the series isn't all about what you're going to learn in college a lot of it is about interning learning hands on mm. and and grafting and working your way up the industry well that brings me on to then kind of our final one is internships yes. um, how good are they what are things to be aware of if you're you know if anyone's listening now is you know about to embark on one or is trying to get in there uh, what do they need to do and what do they need to be aware of so they don't end up working for free forever yeah oh, well that's the thing I've been we do touch on that with most of the interviews as well and look internships are invaluable mm. especially within the creative industry um, I don't think like you said anyone should ever work for free for a long period yeah. of time for me personally when I hire people I pay them for the jobs that I get paid for but that's a very specific job that's what I do not everybody does that's that that's at people's own discretion I exactly. suppose yeah yeah um, I feel that once you have learned the skill that you feel that you can progress on in your on your own terms, that you can move on and and start your start your own career. So like my interns and my assistants, I always try and help them with their next step. They never really stay with me for longer than a year and, and nor should they. Yeah. Um, and then what would happen is you develop a relationship with me or maybe with the people that I work with and I'm putting them in touch with uh, clients who I can no longer cater to anyway. Maybe I'm too busy or maybe the budgets are different or things like that so you can kind of you help each other it's it's it is an industry that's you you know once you're in it we do tend to help each other well that's nice yeah, to hear. I, so I it's encouraging so, yeah. for people so you would re highly recommend it for people if they were interested in getting involved absolutely i think there's i'm i kind of want to dispel that myth that the fashion industry is mean and nasty and and uh, you know we're very clicky because it's yeah. not well, you know obviously like any industry you've got to get in there you got to do your grafting mm -hmm. um, and once you've got that uh, behind you and you're working hard you know the world's your oyster 
Well, I would look forward to watching the series. It's uh, currently on image.ie. Uh, behind the scenes so the next one is going to be on is it Friday? It's Friday yeah and we called that episode the decision makers so it's kind of the people the movers and the shakers that decide what you're wearing and who you're wearing and why and should you be wearing it or not <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> Courtney Smith thank you so much a pleasure as always the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green